My Surrender Experiment, August 3rd, 2020. If you're quiet enough, your heart speaks to you. If you're present enough, you learn to listen. I did. My birthday is tomorrow. Monday, I booked a ticket. Thursday, mask on, I took flight to my happy place in the mountains. Fortunate and clear as ever I've been, but never have I traveled alone before. Have you? I've written about lonely and faced my own lonely for years. As I've said it before, but have yet to believe it until now. I'm not alone if I have me. You're not alone if you have you. The mountains called and I answered. Instead of waiting to be taken or asking to be joined, I took. I joined myself. To comfort my heart, I showed up for me, mask on, Newark to Denver, Denver to Aspen. I like to play a game in airports, attempt to guess my seatmate. Two men caught my eye, a well-dressed Aussie in skinny jeans, light carry-on, with serious sex appeal and a tall, bearded lumberjack type in the group. With garment bags, a wedding party for sure. Lumberjack Tommy slid into the seat next to mine. I knew it. His crew was westbound for a wedding. We bantered on the 23-minute flight while he swigged mini vodkas with OJ and then we parted ways. As I headed to the hotel, an initial twinge of lonely hovered, but I hushed it away. When I see new things, taste, feel, experience, I absorb them. I think that's why I write, so that I can share my feelings. I inhaled a breath of clear mountain air, and with an audible exhale out, I gave myself permission to celebrate, to experience, for me. Overlooking Aspen Mountain, feet up, I sipped champagne by the rooftop pool, took a nibble of some chocolate mushrooms, ate fresh crudite, and celebrated life, in real time. Exhausted and with no one to appease or entertain, my head hit the pillow and I woke 11 hours later, ready for adventure. Sneakers laced and leotard on, I ran seven miles along the Rio Grande Trail. I grabbed my yoga mat and popped my ear pods in to practice in the mountains, guided via Zoom by my teacher in New York City, but my body so present and connected in Colorado. On my flight out, a friend recommended Michael Singer's The Surrender Experiment. Mat down and fanny pack on, I hiked up Mass Aspen Mountain, listening to the book, embarking on my own surrender, finding my flow through my fight to independence, not lonely. One foot in the front of the other, step by step, 11,200 feet all the way up. At the top, a lovely stranger took my photo. I returned the favor before hopping the gondola back to town. I took myself to lunch at Clark's for briny oysters, crunchy radishes, and crusty bread with whipped butter and sea salt and a bib lettuce salad with tarragon vinaigrette, washed down with a glass of rosé. I don't eat alone. I don't eat oysters. I don't travel solo. Oh, but I do. I drop my stories, my doubts, my don'ts. I listen to my body, my heart, not my ego or my fear. I flowed through the fight. I surrendered. Lunch was divine. The company was entertaining. I wasn't alone. I had me. I wandered into town with a light buzz and a little craving for connection. My call was answered. Energy. I bumped into Tommy and the wedding party revelers for my flight. We had rooftop drinks before I scurried into bed, so full of life, so not alone. I woke up to grab coffee at Jour de Fete, where a line had already formed by 6.30 on Saturday. My kind of town. The owner scrambled to appease the Lululemon-clad crowd. His love pervaded the space as he gracefully maneuvered the organized chaos of his post-COVID setup while preparing coffees, warming pastries, and manning the register methodically, all to the sound of Provencal tunes, until his teenage son and team of short order cooks arrived. I hadn't eaten eggs in a year, but my body wanted eggs, so I surrendered. I ate them with spinach, grabbed a 79-cent avocado at the grocery store in lieu of the $4 side of it, before practicing yoga in Snowmass Park with my longtime favorite teacher, Aaron King. 
He drove me back to Aspen and I headed back up Ajax Mountain, 11,200 feet for my second climb. Just as I was entering the trail, a lovely man and his beautiful eight-year-old boy and a thick accent asked me about the hike. But will it take me more than two hours? He asked. I looked at the stranger straight in the eye and said, what is two hours of your whole life? You will feel so proud when you arrive at the top. He quietly nodded, smiled, and said, okay. With the surrender project in my ears, I hiked to the top, void of fear, until my ego and too much law and order clouded my psyche midway. But what if someone is watching me? If I scream, no one will hear me. What if I disappear? I succumbed to my fear in that moment and called my parents for a second of solace, regained my footing, and flowed through the fight, and then surrendered. I hiked on. I arrived at the top, rewarded myself with an unfiltered brew, rewarding conversation with two other wanderers, and headed down for lunch. I sat at Ajax Tavern, listened to the live bluegrass, caught myself too connected to my phone, reaching out. I put it down and checked back in. I eyed cauliflower gratin with cashew cheese on the menu and lamented for a moment that I had no one to share the big portion with. My ego popped up to urge me to play safe and order a salad. Hush, ego. Hello, heart. I surrendered. The cauliflower was divine. The bluegrass was lovely and my company wasn't half bad either. An hour in, I recognized the little boy from pre-hike with his dad walking towards me, only to be seated at the table next door. The boy tugged his father to turn around and say hello. Kids, man, they have no ego. Just act right on instinct. They always surrender. Shy at first, then full of joy, the dad jumped up with excitement. I did it, he said. We did it. 90 minutes to the top. Let me show you. He shared his photos exuberantly. I was proud. He was proud. It's no coincidence we met and met again. Energy. I met up with new friends set up by an old friend and sat at Ajax Tavern for five hours of conversation and more cauliflower. My heart is so full. Three days in the mountains alone but not lonely, connected to my core, connecting with others, climbing higher, breathing deeper, full of life. What a gift to have no fear. To run rivers, climb mountains, eat dinner, and experience life without expectation. To surrender. When my ego whispered, I overcame its fear, doubt, and lonely in favor of surrendering deeply, listening closely to my heart. It seems so simple for an independent, extroverted introvert, entrepreneur, but it took a different type of courage from me, to me, for me. As I landed back in New York City, the final chapter of the audio version of the surrender experiment simultaneously ended in my ears. And I committed to more surrender as life presents itself, rather than fighting or forcing in favor of flow. When your heart calls you, listen, because if you can't trust your heart, who can? And so begins my next step into surrender in tandem tomorrow with my 34th year around the sun. You're not alone if you have you. Love your life and it will love you back. Are you willing to surrender? Love always, Olivia. Olivia.